Lego. Lego. Hey everybody, welcome back to Back to Brick. I'm your host, Garrett, and I wanted to talk to you before the start of the interview. One, I uh, just want to let everyone know this was a great interview. One of the best. One caveat, after I had interviewed and came back for editing, uh, there were some technical issues, which you'll see and hear in the podcast, where sometimes our guest voice will speed up and slow back down. So, I tried to edit that as much as possible, and it is still a interview that I would love you all to hear. So just bear with a couple of those spe- sped up parts, and uh, we'll get right into the interview. Thank you all for listening today to our interview with Carter Witz. Hey, so uh, Carter, I want to first welcome you to the Back to Brick podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. A little on the tired side from a long week, but I'm doing well. It's true. Yeah. I mean, at least we're winding down. Tomorrow's Friday. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have some good uh, quarantine weekend time of relaxing. Oh, yeah. Now, I always start off with the first question for my interviewees. If, you know, you had a minifigure, what would you want it to look like? And what utilities would you have? Ooh, um, that's pretty tough. Uh, I like I like how my sig fig is. I like I like it because it's it's got the torso from Gimli, I believe. So it kind of has like my you know castle type Lord of the Rings stuff, which is a good chunk of what I end up building. So I feel like that would represent well. So maybe my sig fig, of course. Gotta love Star Wars. So I think probably be holding the lightsaber. Kind of has the castle aspect of what i like doing and also the star wars when i get around to it so i think that is what i would do so you're pretty much a jedi knight you like the jedi aspect but you also like the castle side of things yep (laughs) it's funny because most of the recent interviews i've been doing a lot of people are talking star wars and their builds what drives you to build your star wars builds um of course there's so many great builders out there so seeing stuff that other builders have made is a pretty good way to get inspired. I know a lot of people that build Star Wars. And then, of course, Star Wars Lego has always kind of been one of the main themes that I've liked. Just growing up, and my two older brothers, Star Wars was like the thing for us. I don't even ever that city or anything like that. It was always Star Wars. So that's what we got. Um, so I think that's one reason. Just the past of Lego and Star Wars really mixes a lot for me um and then of course just watching the movies and like that you can get lots of inspiration for specific scenes which is what i like doing there's a lot of variety there's different planets and areas so you can make a nice about any color or whatnot um so yeah it's got good variety and I don't know. Star Wars is cool. People like it. So it's it's very diverse, which I think is a big reason that I've I've thought of people building because you know it is in a galaxy far, far away. We have planets that you would never think of, uh, and characters that you can put in there. It's all really 
fun um, to be a part of. And yeah, definitely. And definitely with Lego, you have that ability to do it. Yep. You said you have two older brothers. About what age do you think that you started building with their Legos? Um, I don't remember. That's that. I'll take that as meaning it was pretty early on. I mean, I had growing up when I was a little wee lad, you know, maybe one or two or something. So, I was pretty big into it at the time. I'm, I know I got, I got some bionicle early on. And uh, I remember in early, you know, about old pack from star wars so probably when i was maybe four or five or so when i got started building with lego so it's been it's been a couple years uh that you've played with lego (laughs) just 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 a few just a few and um with those builds you were building the sets and kind of playing around when did you start kind of getting into designing your own creations I know I can think of probably when I was around 10 that, you know, you'd make a cool spaceship or something for, or <laughs> I thought it was cool at the time, spaceship. A lot of, you know, making stuff for our guys, a lot of spaceships and walkers that were not very sturdy and not color coordinated. Um, I didn't get started with actually posting online or getting very good at it until a friend got me started on the Lord of the Rings gallery on lego.com. That was the summer of 2015, I believe. So five years ago. And with that gallery, what what drew you to do that? Other than your friend kind of saying, Um, go do this. Well, yeah, I was. I had been staying the night at my friend's house, and he had me something really awesome. So I was kind of mind blown. And then he showed me uh, the gallery, and I built his house there that I built and stuff. So that helped to get me started. And he told me about bricking and you know how to get specific pieces, which you know is so cool at the time. Well, and it's still really cool and nice. So a lot of it was him starting. And I or getting me started on that. And I just ran it and haven't really looked back since. I think that's most of our stories. It, it, some people talk about their dark ages where they just kind of stopped building with Lego. But I think a lot of people really never stop. They just slow down. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, depending on. Yeah. Yeah, because like school. Instead of high school. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. Life kind of catches up for some reason. Yep. But your designs aren't just as we were talking about Star Wars, but and now Lord of the Rings in your Lord of the Rings builds. Can you talk about like some of your favorite scenes? Um, Are you a big Lord of the Rings fan? I'm guessing um, from all of this that since you do have a Gimli shirt uh, for your your sig fig. (laughs) um, Talk to me about your your love for Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so it's kind of a funny story. I actually didn't like 
Lord of the Rings when the Lego theme came out. But like a lot of my friends were into Lego really like Lord of the Rings. So they kind of got me into it. And I was like, you know, this is actually really cool. So, so I went and I borrowed The Hobbit from one of my friends. Uh, and I read through that and I read Lord of the Rings. And then after that, I've been a huge fan. They're probably my favorite books. Um, it's kind of funny that Lego is actually the reason that I'm into Lord of the Rings and middle earth and all that kind of stuff so that got me started so then of course lord of the rings and the hobbit were themes that me and uh one of my other brothers were into getting some of the sets and stuff didn't have <laughs> didn't have quite the amount of money to get the big ones most of the time but uh got, got what i could so yeah so lego got me started on lord of the rings and then when i got started online you know my lord of the rings gallery so forth i was looking at a lot of other really cool lord of the rings stuff so that could be one of the reasons that's, that it's one of my favorite things to build and a lot of really good builders that have made really awesome so it's hard not to like it at least for me it's funny you say that you came to like lord of the rings late because i went to the showing in a theater of the two towers so that was what 2009 8 um and <laughs> return of the king watched on the academy awards win like 13 awards and then i think it was almost three or four years later that they came out the lego set so you that just makes me feel old even though i'm not even in my 30s yet so thank you very much uh, no <laughs> uh <laughs> um and you, i mean in general lego is so expensive to to get anything um i actually don't think i bought one of the lord of the rings sets those are that's one of my biggest regrets i think with lego because they were really nice sets i was just like so into star wars and i'm a big like alternate collector series guy so those sets are two three hundred dollars i can't afford all the smaller ones all the time and i mean yeah uh, i mean with lego now it's impossible to afford anything period i was just talking to my <laughs> wife was we walk the dog today i'm like uh Honey, I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna afford Lego anymore. She's like, "What? What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, there's the Mosaic series, which is 120 each, and I want all of them. Then there's the <laughs> uh, Nintendo uh, Entertainment System, 130, or excuse me, 230. Then they just announced the piano, which that they've been working on for like over a year now at 350. Their most expensive Lego idea set ever, and we're almost at a thousand dollars. Yeah, it adds up quick. Do you purchase any sets now, or are you looking to purchase anything? Um, as far as sets go, I do not buy very many. Um, most of the sets that I get are, you know, just a small one here there for like my birthday or something, or for Christmas or something from my parents or my grandparents or something um otherwise if i am to buy a set it's probably going to be one that i really want for certain minifigures or if it has you know good pieces or something like i just found a good deal on some uh architecture sets some of the skylines that yeah mm -hmm. there's a good deal on bricklink and those are chock full of great pieces, so I ordered a couple of those. But otherwise, yeah, I 
if I'm going to spend money on Lego, I'd probably be more likely to just do a BrickLink order and get some parts that I've really been wanting or something like that. Though um, there is one set that I do plan on buying, which is the Harry Potter set, um, the one with the centaurs in it. So oh, the um, I'm not... is that Umbridge in that one as well? I think so. With, Probably with Grobby. Grobby. Um, um... Well, the funny thing is, I'm actually not a Harry Potter fan, like whatsoever. Thank you for the but... interview. I'll talk to you later. Uh... <laughs> yeah. No <problem>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've I've never been into Harry Potter, but the set just, I mean, it's got solid pieces, and then. I really want centaurs because I'm a big fan of the Chronicles of Narnia. And so anytime I, you know, build something from that, then I'm always like, man, there's so many, you know, different animals and creatures and stuff that it really limits, uh, puts a limit on what scenes you can build and stuff. So I'm like, I've got to get a hold of these centaurs because if I don't buy any now, then there's going to get more expensive as time goes on, most likely. So. Well, I only hope that as Lego Lord of the Rings turned you around and made you watch Lord of the Rings, Lego Harry Potter, as they come out with more and more things, will do the same thing. <laughs> I, I mean, we're, we're big nerds in this house, so whenever we have kids years from now, uh, we already have decided like a Harry Potter room. So it's, it's pretty uh, ingrained in our family heritage here. Uh, <laughs> but yeah there's some it's pieces are really interesting especially nowadays because lego is trying to continue to grow their adult fans and get as much detail as possible so you look at almost any set that comes out you may get two to three new either colored parts or newly molded parts and especially for mock builders it's great because then you get that extra detail or you needed this angle, but you couldn't do it. They came up with a new part that lets you change the angle and then, okay, now you can go back and fix a model that you designed. Yeah. It's always nice when there's a good new piece that it's like, I mean, you immediately see it. And it's like, that'll be useful. When you buy new parts, uh, in your mocks, they primarily, at least through your Flickr account, look like they're all built mocks. Is that your only process of building, or do you like to design online sometimes, or is it the only physical parts you use? Um, yeah, I, I pretty much only build stuff in real life, you know, physically. I try using, or I tried um, building once, but I, <laughs> I was really bad at it. It does depend for any builder, I think. I'm primarily digital just based on I don't really have a, a lot of bricks at hand. I'd like to, when I'm moving to this new house, the, the goal is to start my sorting process, get them all in color-coded bins and make sure like it, there's a dedicated area for building. Uh, it's It's nice to build physically because you get to see and feel how it'll work. Uh, but digitally is nice because then you have the opportunity to experiment with parts that you don't own yet. Yeah, uh, that was that was that was the reason that I initially attempted uh, doing some digital. Did, there were some parts that I was waiting on 
and so I wanted to see how you know a color combination mm-hmm. would look or if it's doable or you know if these pieces would work uh, for this idea or not so that was that yeah digital building definitely does does have things that are really handy but and I mean it's nice to have all those parts on hand so you don't have to you can kind of play around with what you have and kind of adapt your design from there yeah I mean except for some very very small ones and that's the cool part about Lego. So like you want something rounded, you're going to make it work because the, the bricks are square. It, in especially diving into some of your mocks, one thing that I've noticed a lot on, which I think makes yours pretty unique, is there are a lot of them are based around water. What What's your affinity or your... Uh... I don't really know. But yeah, I definitely like uh, using water in my builds. I know, you know, Lego has like... 70 different shades of blue right now so you can have any shade of water you want i especially like that you use not just water as like you know a stream or a little waterfall feature but you do a lot of underwater scenes so one of them i've I noticed was like the tower where it, it just the tip of it pops through the water but then you've got a whole base section to it is do you have do you i mean I don't know. Do you, do you like the ocean? Do you like that idea that the hidden side of things you can see more? I don't want to put words in your mouth. That's just what I'm <laughs> no, seeing. Okay. Um, I do really enjoy it when there's underwater scenes or, um, yeah, split scenes like, you know, part above the water, part below. Done that a couple times. But then I like to try and think of uh, ideas for my builds that have really been done. Oh, average. oh, it's a regular green landscape with a regular green tree or something like that. You know, I want it's nice when you can show people something that they haven't seen build or water. That was an idea I had quite some time before I actually worked on building it. And it just seemed just seemed like a neat idea, something that I hadn't seen a lot of before. I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, as far as whether I'm like the ocean a lot and stuff, uh, I've been to the ocean twice in my life, I believe. So, <laughs> uh, and I haven't gone for a number of years. So I, I remember liking the ocean, but... I can't say that has to, too much to do with building underwater scenes. Or it's your subconscious just like telling you like <laughs> you love the ocean. Go back to the ocean. I don't ocean. know. <laughs> I grew up early life, but then I lived in Florida for the, about three or four years in the past couple of years. So big, big ocean goers. Highly recommend. I always love the ocean. And it's really cool because your mocks do bring out that almost mystery of the ocean, seeing what's below. Yeah. And also another part of that I like is just showing the contrast, just how you can that are still in a gray for the more dull and dark green and stuff around below the water. But then above it's got the vines. And now with all your other your designs and you've got Star Wars, you've got Lord of the Rings and you've got your castle scenes. Do you have a favorite build? I know when I did the gray havens from Lord of the Rings. Uh, it's probably a year or so, year and a half ago, maybe. And I know at the time, that was definitely my favorite build that I had done. And it's still definitely up there on my list of favorites that I've built. There are maybe, or there are some others that I would say I like better as far as quality goes. I mean, I'm I'm very happy with the Grey Havens, but there are a couple spots, maybe me being the builder, you know, I know all of the flaws in it, <laughs> but there's some sections where I'm like, uh, I wish I could redo that part. So there are some some of my more recent ones that I've also been 
really happy with. I don't know. I come back to really, really liking the Grey Havens a lot. And you know, it's it's not just the builder. I I noticed there's some sections you can you can work on, and uh, I'm just joking. Uh, it, it looks excellent. Um, <laughs> it would be true. So. <laughs> um, I I mean I don't notice anything. You know, everybody has their own style too. So like even if you see something wrong, that's probably it could be intentional. It may just be wrong to you because you might know some like different feature or design, but you give you give the designer props because like they came up with something like this and there are techniques that I've never used or other people have never used. That's the cool part about it is with art, it's always different. Having so many different styles that builders have, it's crazy because there are some things that I would never do in my own build or, you know, oh, I would, it's like against my building rules because I don't think it'll look right. And then I see another builder do that exact thing and it like looks incredible. And I'm just like, man, I wonder if I'm doing that, you know, doing this wrong because they make that look great. But, you know, just the difference between people's styles and how how they build and how their brain works. And that's what is really cool with Lego and especially like your mocks They're They're all different. I think one of my favorites is actually I, I do like your Lord of the Rings, but the is a woodshed just on the side of the road with some fall trees. Like the, the, oh, the colors yeah. are really cool. It, it just looks rustic and it's, it's just, it's Lego. Yeah. Thanks. That's actually one of, one of the other ones that I really, really am happy with how it turned out. Olive green is one of my favorite Lego colors. So I always like being able to use that for a landscape and then, of course, got to give credit to Bob Ross. Got it. <laughs> a lot of inspiration from watching Bob Ross videos for that build. So, <laughs> Bob Ross inspiring everybody. Uh, circa, I don't even know when when he started. That was the seventies, I think, nineteen seventy three or something like that. But it just it's really cool because it's just very basic. There's no there's no major story you have to have behind it. It's it is what it is. Yep. In the final couple questions, did you do you have anything you're working on now that you can share with us? Um, yeah, so I right now there's a contest going on called the Summer Joust, okay, which is one of the bigger uh, medieval or castle contests that happens every summer. Um, which super great contest. I recommend people enter. There are lots of great builders that do it. Um, but one of the things um, that I've done for this for this year's Summer Joust is I'm trying to challenge myself to build more outside of my comfort zone or just do something new. You know, it may not be in the runnings for winning anything, but it's at least fun to experiment with different stuff. So one of the categories that I'm working on is it's called puristic parts um so you can pretty much only use your basic um plates uh no tiles are allowed so pretty much just basic um plates and bricks and then you can also use i call them snot bricks uh modified bricks with studs on the side so with only three types of pieces you can use it's very, very, very limiting <laughs> on making something that looks decent. And then um, 
working on something for that. And then I also, I have a, a small build that I have not yet posted. Um, for one of the categories is you can only use three colors. So um, it can be fun to work with different restrictions, whether it's on, that's one reason that uh, contests are nice because they can, you know, help you build out of your comfort zone. And I don't know, these, this is stuff that I would never even think to build otherwise. So I haven't particularly participated in any contest other than some of the ones that Lego ideas puts out. And I guess it is great to challenge yourself. I think I just have a queue of things that I want to build that challenge me in my own way. But I, I think that contests are a great way to, to continue to build your skill level, to engage things and ideas that you've never thought of, which is great to do because it, it hones not only your skills, you know, but builds new skills. Yeah, definitely. Just for my, you know, my final question here before we let you go. Legos, as you said, have been a part of your life since you were almost two because your your older brothers had it. And now as you continue to grow, you're you're finishing high school and moving on. What do you think Lego has done for you in your life? How do you think it's changed or made things different in your life? Well, I think one of the main things is just, I mean, it's literally been my main hobby since I was like, I don't know, eight or something. So, you know, at least for the last 10 years of my life, that's been the main thing that I do for fun, pretty much. So, you know, I every once in a while, I think, you know, I wonder what I would be doing right now, wise, what other hobbies I have. But And then, of course, uh, the financial aspect, <laughs> I might have a little more pocket money if, it, if I wasn't into Lego, although I'm sure I would find other places to spend it yeah uh everyone's pocketbook gets hit parents the kids and then you have to buy them for your kids eventually it's it's a constant cycle but if it's something that you love to do and you know it's your hobby now um do you have any field you're interested in after high school um so i just i got to do it the next year and it is always difficult especially in these times in general to you know move forward and do things but it's nice to have a fallback of a hobby that you enjoy too and that's that was kind of where i was going is even if whatever you choose that the hobby doesn't it takes up time but it's time that you enjoy and something relaxing that you do and it's creative i mean everything that we build as lego designers and mock builders is something from inside our head that we just want to see physically. And uh, I think a lot of people enjoy it too, because they see the same thing. They see uh, like you have Ray versus uh, Kylo Ren from the snow on, uh, on wow. Star killer base. And like, you can visualize it not from just from the movie, but now you see it in a three dimensional form. It's it, it it's great yeah. to connect with others because you both have the same visions and in that case. You know, a lot of other people can enjoy it that way or enjoy so much. True. Lego community is great overall. It's not, you know, people against people, you know, trying to, 
be the best necessarily. You know, I make stuff that I really like and it seems like other people like it too. And then I get my mind blown by stuff that other people come up with. It was such a great group. Yeah, we we pick each other up instead of fight against each other. The only time you fight against each other is in master builders. Uh, to, I mean, even in that case, they're helping each other in some way, you know, and just trying to do their best work. Which hopefully one day we'll get some yeah. of those master builders on here to kind of talk about that inside scoop a little bit. So, uh, Carter, I just want to say thank you again, everyone. Uh, please go check out Carter's work at Carter Wits W I T Z on Flickr. He's got some really cool, as we were talking about, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and castle builds. And I uh, can't wait to see what you have in store in the future. Hope you do well in your contest, Carter. I thank you again for taking the time to come on the show. Thanks so much for having me. I really enjoyed it. First, I want to thank you all for listening to that interview. I apologize again for some of the technical difficulties that occurred in this episode, and I hope to correct them so they don't happen again in any of the other episodes that you'll be listening to. If you really enjoyed this, make sure you leave a comment, and uh, you can definitely reach out to me on Back to Break 2 on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, and uh, I'll get back to you And if you're interested in coming on the show. So spread it to your friends, and um, happy holidays. Thank you for listening, and I'll leave you as I always do. Get creative, get out there, and go build something.